0: Newcastle Fans TV. Happy New Year, one and all. The Greenwood and Mulner Show is back. Hope everybody had a fantastic Christmas and New Year 2022. And you've got more Greenwood and Mulner shows. I'm Jonathan Greenwood. You've got Sam Mulner here as well. Happy New Year, Sam.
1: Happy New Year, Jonathan, and listeners. Yeah, new start and uh, a great way to, to kick off 2022 with the Newcastle United women's number nine.
0: Yes, Katie Barker has been on fire this season. 18 goals from 14 games. Three opposition player of the matches as well. So she is in the league of her own at the minute, but the women's team have been the shining light of this season so far. In terms of everybody considering Newcastle United, Simons she has been one of the standout players, if not the standout player this season so far.
1: Men's team, rubbish. Under-23s, indifferent, below average. Under-18s, not great. Women, chuffing superb. Second in the league with two games in hand over the team in top. Still in the FA Cup. Oh, they've been brilliant, and, and Katie's at the forefront. And you say the goal record there it doesn't matter what level you're playing. When you've got more goals than appearances, that's um, that's superb in anyone's book.
0: Yeah, and promotion has to be the aim this season for Newcastle Women's team. And we've had Becky Langley on previously, the manager. We've had Ruth Cochran, who is the captain of the Women's team as well. And you can just tell by speaking to Katie today, Sam, that. There is a determination that they have to succeed they have to do well they have to win games they have to win promotions hopefully and if that bodes well for the long run for newcastle and that women's team especially with the fact that this takeover has come through as well it just seems that everything is heading in the right direction for the women's team
1: yeah exciting time for the women's team as, as well as the the men's team with the investment but yeah, who knows where the women's team are gonna go? It's such an exciting time to be a part of. And do you know what? Katie's attitude, as you'll hear, is a testament to Becky and Brooke, I think. Because um there's such a winning mentality there, which for Newcastle United, it doesn't matter what level it, it it is, it's um it's not always been the case, has it? So um, yeah, she's she's a big credit to the to the manager and the captain. Um and she's football mad as well. a uh, childhood Newcastle fan. Loves the club. It's 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 she's one of us essentially, but she's good at football and you know, we're not.
0: <laughs> yes, she's very, very good at football. I'm just gonna run through a goal so far. A goal against SC United and Manchester, who when you've listened to this podcast, they've just played. Um we would have played them on Sunday, the ninth of January as well. Four goals against Annick three against Leek, one against Durham, one against Norton, three against Harrogate, one against Blythe Town, two against Salford, Gary Neville's and Paul Skull Salford, and two against Stockport in the last game out as well. So she is on fire. But I thought I she was quite realistic about everything, and you know the, the, the women's team gets a, a growing has a growing support um at Jones Park and the big game that they're looking forward to is that FA Cup game against Edgewich Town who are a division higher, a league higher. Yeah. But, they've got a great chance if they can play at their, at their A game, at their best level.
1: Uh, I mean, we've always championed the the women's team and like, Obviously, um, at NFTV, there was always interest in, in the women's team, but I think we've taken that to another level or we'll helped take that to another level. And, and we really want to continue that and drum up the support because they deserve it. And for me personally, women's sports just freaking ace at the moment. I love women's darts, women's boxing brilliant. Obviously, we've had uh, Savannah and April on the show previous. Women's sport is just, when you look at it like 20 years ago, like women's football, obviously BBC, they'd only show the Women's FA Cup final. And, you know, some of it, let's be honest, is a bit naff back in the day. It ain't anymore. It ain't by any stretch of the imagination. You look at what happened with the the Women's World Cup, the, the attention that drove with the Lionesses, and nothing would give me greater pleasure than to see in five years however long it takes Newcastle United women in in the WSL and um now is a great time to 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 start being part of that journey go on to Druid Park um three quid entry for the home games what more do you want for a Sunday afternoon honestly great community um spirit community feel and um they're a team going places
0: oh they certainly are they certainly are as well and I think everybody in Newcastle fans' TV would like wish the women's team all the very best this season because they're doing absolutely brilliant. And yeah. They can get Lee,
1: Lee goes to, to game. Obviously, I've been in the Midlands. I am going to a game in March and I cannot wait. Um, unless like the Newcastle Palace game gets rearranged for TV and they conflict, which knowing my look, they probably will. Um, but the plan is very much to go to the women's game against Leeds on um, March the 20th. So I cannot wait for that. Still got to go to um, an amputee game as well. They play not yeah. far from me. Um, previous guest Alex Boys. I was emailing him um, just before Christmas because um, he sent me their fixtures. On, they play on like a Monday afternoon, and they're doing well as well. Um, and I think a couple of the the lads from the amputee team have um, got international call ups as well. So look. If you're wearing black and white, we support you, unless you're Juventus or Notts County.
0: (laughs) I wonder if anyone's played for Newcastle, Juventus, and Notts County. I know Carl Roberts has played for Newcastle and Notts County, still plays for Notts County, but Juventus. By the time you're listening to
1: this, Aaron Ramsey's played for Juventus and Newcastle. (laughs) Hopefully,
0: (laughs) it's going to be an interesting month. With everything going on with Newcastle, and the best place to get some of the best insights is the Greenwood and Mulliner Show and Newcastle Fans TV. But let's get this show of 2022 underway. It is with Katie Barker. The Greenwood and Mulliner Show on Newcastle Fans TV. Hello everyone, welcome back to the and Muller Show here on Newcastle Fans TV 2022. Star to the Newcastle United number nine. We are delighted to have Newcastle women's Katie Barker on the show. Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Katie, it's been a very, very good season up, uh, up to now. Second in the league. Yeah. And you've scored a bag full of goals. Surely you can't get much better.
2: No, it it can't. Well, it can only get better by one thing being top, but it's been classic by right? like by now.
1: I mean, you've got two games in hand over Liverpool Feds, which if yeah. if you win them, you're only two points behind. Um, was the aim at the start of the season to always get that top spot and achieve promotion?
2: Oh yeah, of course, that's always the aim, and we're doing well so far. We just we need to keep winning all the games, and we've definitely got the like will to get where we want to be so it's promising where does
0: that where does that drive come from Kay does it come from becky does it come from all the girls does it come from but where does it come from what this will to succeed um
2: it's kind of a mix of both of becky and us like becky drives which has completely changed the standards of what the club was before um like i was that what it is now Um, But it also comes with, like, the group of players we have now. Like, we want to win. We want to be better. Um, So, it's a great mix, to be honest.
1: I mean, with the men's team performing how they have done so far this season, the women have been the saving grace, really. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Still in the FA Cup as well. I mean, huge, huge game against Ipswich. How much are you looking forward to that?
2: Oh, we're all looking forward to it. It'll be, like, a massive test because Ipswich, obviously, a league above, where... um, They've only lost one game this season, so it'll be good. We've played in pre-season a few teams in leagues above and we've beat or um, draw, um, match with teams in a league above. But obviously, like this will be a brilliant test. So we, we want to beat them as well. We want to beat everyone we play. We don't just turn up the games. We want to win every game.
0: It's funny because where that when that game happens, is the 30th of January and mm-hmm. Newcastle's men's team don't have a game that week after a Mm-hmm. depending if the FA Cup draw goes against them or not. But do, do you think that there's a chance that Newcastle women's team could play at St James's Park for that game? And do you think do you think that would be something that would really galvanise the whole club even more if the, if, the, if the women can play it on St James's Park?
2: I mean, I'd absolutely love to play at St James's Park. <laughs> Everyone would say that in our club. Like, the majority of were not only obviously play for Newcastle, but the majority of our supporters. So to play at St James' um, Park would be a dream but I don't think it'll happen just yet but it would be amazing.
1: Now you need to keep the cup run going. Then you, yeah, then you can, do. then you can play yeah, exactly. at James's Park. Then, exactly. then when you when you get to the business end but I mean tell us a bit about how your journey came to end up at Newcastle United women where did it all start for you?
2: Um so I started playing football when I was just like young I played grassroots and I didn't really start playing um football sort of at a higher level until I was quite old about 16 15 16 um and I've pretty much progressed quite quick from then like joining RTC and as soon as I turned 16 I was then playing like development football and with the women's team at Sunderland um so I kind of had like just steady and then a very quick rise um and then after Covid hit with Sunderland um I've Joined Newcastle pretty much. Um, there's a few of us come to Newcastle, and then we've been here since. Last, like this is my second season now. So,
0: I just if I forgive you for playing for Sunderland because you've done so well this season, Katie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because because Becky and Brooke have mentioned that a lot of a lot of girls from let's say Sunderland, Middlesbrough area, want to play mm. in Newcastle because it's Newcastle United essentially, but. Mm. I think the one thing is, it doesn't matter who you support in terms of growing up. As soon as you put on any shirt, wanting to play for a team, it's all about the team, and yeah. it just seems that like the girls have got that in abundance.
2: Yeah, I mean, there isn't in terms of women's football and girls' football, there isn't as many options in terms of clubs and playing like RTC academies and whatnot. So, if you want to be better, you have to go and play for the likes of Sunderland. And the majority of the girls at Newcastle are Newcastle fans um so obviously when you play for Sunderland like you you give everything and whatnot but when you come and then you're playing for Newcastle like it's just it's different like you you give everything you possibly can give like it's your club um so I think that's half the reason is why like we're doing as well as we do like everyone cares so much like it's our club and we want to make a difference like we want to be better which is I think is like it's a little bit of a difference almost from men's football to women's football because it is our club. Like we want like to do the best we can for the club.
1: Yeah, love that. Love that. Were you were you uh, a childhood Newcastle fan then? And who were you yeah. kind of idolizing? Grow <laughs> I mean, obviously being a number nine, I'm guessing Shearer might be bit Of course a bit you've of got a, to see Shearer. If didn't see
2: Shearer, it'd be a bit worrying, wouldn't it? But oh. um Obviously with the age I am growing up like players like Denver Boss, you say, class, um, like Ben Arthur, players like that, they're the players that were exciting, they're the players that you want to be like.
0: What sort of player did you rule your uh, model your game on, uh, K? Because obviously you must have a bit of a natural ability if you're scoring eighteen goals in 14 games this season so far. So who was the striker that you looked up to and gone, right? I want to try and make sure. I look at their game and go, well, how can I make it even better?
2: Um, players for me, I think like Aguero, like in terms of, we're both like smaller players, we're not going to physically like have a battle with someone, well like i put myself up for a battle, like, people who have watched us will know that, but like um, always something that I worked on more was just getting in the six yard box in this season, if people have come and seen like the majority of my goals have been... Around the six yard box, like, but you have to get there to be able to score them goals. Um, but then I've scored a mix of goals in between that as well. So, but yeah, players like Aguero are um, are very good players to like style your play off.
1: I mean, you're obviously scoring a lot of goals this season, but at the back end of last season, you were keeping them out. Um, can you tell us the story of the county cup final and what happened?
2: Oh, so. In training, if we're having like a just like a fun match or whatever, like I'm I'm happy to go and goal. I quite enjoy it. And obviously in my county cup final, it was only the first 10-15 minutes in my goalkeeper. got injured. Um, she actually ended up tearing her Achilles. Um and we didn't have we other backup goalkeeper. I was just returning from an ACL injury, so we didn't have a spare goalkeeper on the bench. Um and obviously I've been in in training and stuff, so I, I got the call up. Like basically, in my first, first sort of um, save out or work I had to do was a free kick, and I tipped it over of the bar.
0: That's brilliant, there. It just it, it just means, it just shows that you can do anything you put put your mind to. But yeah, pr- did you feel nervous? Go, did you feel did you feel nervous going in goal? Because um, obviously, I know it's it's completely different just having a bit of a kick about what you made so sort the of game, yeah. but actually playing a proper game.
2: Um, do you know what? Not massively. No, I didn't feel nervous. Um until literally a couple of minutes late, obviously a penalty was given um, for a handball, and then I was stood as a goalkeeper on the opposite end of a penalty, and I was, yeah, I was a bit nervous then.
1: But it all worked out perfectly fine. Oh, you yeah, lifted, of You lifted the County Cup, I mean... Some people might say oh it's only the county cup, but a trophy's a trophy at the end of the day. You're oh, in every exactly. com- you're in every competition to win it. And and uh-huh. obviously we've had um Becky and Brooke both on the on the show as as, as well as yourself. And the determination to, to, to win every game is plain yeah. for all to see. So just how nice was it to to lift that cup on a night where it was absolutely horrific? was it I seem <laughs> to remember it was absolutely yeah. peeing it down with rain.
2: Yeah, the weather was awful. Um it made everything worthwhile because last year was such a hard year for everyone. It was like another disrupted season. Mm. So to be able to have something to look forward to and a trophy to win was massive for everyone. And obviously when we'd done it, it was just like, it was a massive relief. Like it was, it was just like, it was just, uh, I was just something to look forward to. Like I say, like it just made the year better. Um, And I think it's pushed on this season as well. Obviously we've won something. You get that feeling you want it again. Like, we want to win more. Um, so I think it was really important that we did win
0: it. Very important. Very, very important. You even see the likes of Pep Guardiola, like when you, when you see him win the League Cup, well, every year by this year. It mm-hmm. But um, yes. he says it's so important because it it, it, it bases the perfect start for the yeah. whole season. And when you look at this season in particular, Katie, the, obviously the league it's very very close and mm-hmm. if you can get that little bit of winning in terms of the confidence going from now to the end of the season you could potentially be two points off the Liverpool feds with yeah. some the Liverpool as well you've got to fancy your chances and like, any sort of promotion will boost Newcastle women in the long term and I'm sure that's everybody's aim
2: yeah yeah no I completely agree Um, we're, we're going close all the way with Liverpool feds and Pretty much, like I think it will. By the looks, of it, come down to that one game, but we want that. Like we will. Like that's what we want. And um, we played them away, and it was a very, very close game. And um, we were unlucky on the day. Really, a lot of us we weren't. Like weren't in the fitness sort of place with our health. Um, there was a lot of colds and whatnot going around. But when we play them at Druid Park, we got fans, a uh, fully fit squad, like. We're, we're so up for it. We can't wait for it.
1: So obviously the attendances now at Druid Park are, are on a really nice upward curve, aren't yeah. they? Just how much of a buzz is that to see people turn out to to come and support you, lot?
2: Oh, it's, it's brilliant. It's it's what you want. Like it and it does give you that bit of extra like push. Um it, so like for example, at like the last game when we were playing against um Stockport. Uh, we obviously it we didn't get off to the greatest start, but um, once we got like a scored that equalizer and then we went two one up the fans, which is it was brilliant. They were like pushing for it. every tackle. There was like a raw, like it does make that difference. So it is nice to see people come out and support her.
0: Uh, we've obviously Sam's mentioned that we've spoken to Becky and Brooke, and I want to mention Brooke a little bit more because I think she become she's very much a leader, she's the captain of the women's yeah. team. Um, how much do you enjoy playing alongside Brooke and what have you learned from Brooke?
2: I really enjoy playing alongside Brooke. Um, she's just she's very quiet and mellow, but when she speaks, you listen. Like and that that's what you need from a captain. But she's one of the kindest people as well. She's she's pretty much like the perfect captain in a sense, like she's there for you, but like I say, if she talks, you listen.
1: Yeah, we kind of got that impression, didn't we, yeah. Johnny? When we, when, when, <laughs> when we interviewed, her, like it was, she come out with some absolute pearls of of wisdom and and like um, really motivational stuff. You are like, oh, I am ready yeah. to go and she, play Yeah, now.
2: she is brilliant.
1: Yeah, um, on the on the flip side, well, not on the flip side, but on on the same um, note, then um, the manager Becky Langley,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'd say, was in a similar sort of ilk, but. I kind of got there's that side to her that you want to give everything for her because if you don't then there's going to be she's going to let you know about it
2: yeah yeah absolutely agree um I've known Becky for a couple of years now before I come to Newcastle she was my coach at university um and so I've worked with her for a few times and I've seen a few situations where yeah Becky makes our opinions known but like I respect her so much for it because she's put like she's completely changed the like ethic of Newcastle United for for spelling women's football it maybe wasn't the place to be but now if you don't want to play for Newcastle United like what are you doing like it is brilliant at the minute but she's changed that so she deserves like appreciation for that to be fair because she's changed everything what Newcastle's about and we'll have a team of people who want to play who like who will give everything for the club, but that's, like, down to her, really. She's changed her mentality, so for that, I'm quite, like, grateful of.
0: Could you see Becky managing in the WSL in the next few years? Because we, we kind of, that's what me and Sam kind of got the impression of when we, well, she's going to go far.
2: Um, but I think Becky could do anything she puts her mind to, oh, to be fair. She is a brilliant coach. She's one of the best I've worked with. Um, she's so professional with what she does, so I imagine if she wanted to, Yeah,
1: she could. Preferably with Newcastle United, though. Preferably with
2: Newcastle United.
1: (laughs) Because, I mean, like you say there, it maybe wasn't always the place to be because, I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go into the previous kind of ownership because that's like Voldemort now. We just don't need to name it. But times are changing. There's a real air of positivity. Mm -hmm. New owners, from the sounds of it, want to to really get involved in all aspects of the club, including the women's team, and pushing it, Forward towards, the obviously, of big dream of WSL. How much of a boost was that um, takeover going through?
2: Oh, huge. We were so, so excited with it going through. But, like, it's a small things. for example, now. Um, a result goes on Twitter and you can see them commenting, saying, like, well done in that. Like, it's a small part of their day, but it's a huge thing to us. It, just to know that, like, the club are watching and they do care. Like, it is massive.
0: I think when you look at the comparisons of Manchester City and Chelsea in terms of a, a big money takeover and you look at who are predominantly top of the women's mm-hmm. leagues, it's Chelsea and Manchester City of course yeah. Arsenal have always been up there. But surely that must just fill you with excitement because you've got to think if they can get it if they can get it right, like a Manchester City or a Chelsea, mm-hmm. the infrastructure around it as well, potentially, it it could be huge.
2: I know, it could be. And like it would be amazing. Everyone dreams of being in a club like that and it would honestly be amazing. I hope that we do get like a bit more support and we can push to get there because, like, it, it would like I know I've said it like two times there, but it would really be amazing to be in the WSL with Newcastle United.
1: I think it's a case of um, patience is the key, isn't it? Like, the, like, oh, yeah. the, like the men's team, nothing's going to happen overnight. It doesn't matter if you sign Kieran Trippier or whoever. Yeah. There's a degree of patience needed, but I think now it is kind of the place to be for men and women Mm -hmm. because you can Mm -hmm. see there's a progression. Do you you think this will obviously help kind of, like with the men's team, attract new, bigger and better players to to help that push?
2: Yeah, definitely. But the takeover is one thing, but like I say, we've got to keep putting in the performances as well to attract players. Like we are where we are because of our hard work, like mainly. Um, We keep playing the way we're playing and like pushing for the stuff we want and we will attract players we have already this season we've signed two players already one from like a look well both from local teams one from a league above like that just shows where we're heading and people want to come and play for now um but like like i say yeah we, we've got to play the way we are in order to get the players to then push up throughout the leagues
0: what are the goals for you personally now katie with the rest of the season because only 18 goals, you know, not many. Um, but um, only not even halfway through the season. Really, no. you have still got, like I said, pretty much a full half of the season and a little bit more. Are you looking at that maybe 30 goal mark? Or is that is that unrealistic? Or do you feel that potentially you could do even better than that?
2: Um, I wouldn't say it's unrealistic for how well I've done now. Um, which is quite surprising to see. But I don't know. We haven't. We've set a sort of goal target as a team, but not as individuals. Um but obviously me and Georgia um especially have been like pretty much on fire this season. Um and Casey as well, she's chipped in with a lot of goals. So I wouldn't say it's a personal target, really. It's more of like a collective target to get a certain amount of goals. I'm not gonna say how many in case it does or doesn't happen or whatnot. But yeah, it's more more of like a group target to get to where we want to be. But um we're definitely getting there. that's all I'm gonna say.
1: Is that is there kind of that internal competition between Barker and Spraggen, who can score more goals? (laughs)
2: Um,
1: surely that just helps drive performance again,
2: yeah. No, it's so between me, Casey Allison, George Gibson, Georgina Spraggen, like we're the ones who are normally getting in with all the goals. Um, me and Georgia Gibson, especially because we score like we have got a bit of competition, but it's good, like it's healthy at the end of the day and me and Georgia get on brilliant like we've played together for quite a few years now one's such like a a good wavelength with each other she knows where I'm going to be I know where she's going to be um and if she's scoring I'm happy because the team is scoring if I'm scoring she's happy but we'll run back the halfway line and we're like another one really like we both <laughs> want to finish top goal scorer so it's good competition
0: I'd love to see who after, I'd love to see the end of uh, player awards or end of season awards and whoever has got top goals scorer and gets that show with a big massive smile the one's like oh you know, no
2: you know, you know. um, one of where's <laughs> I'm going to be happy that's for sure
0: it's like it's a, it's like you know when you see there was um I was say, like the like any like award program and they always got these nominees and they've got to pretend technically really happy yeah
2: and then when the, the not. hammer's
0: not on them <laughs> and what
2: you no, no.
0: not happy <laughs> but can I ask about uh, Anna Soulsby because I don't mm-hmm. know if he's so well I, with the injury. We, we Lee was actually at that game and I think uh, vlogged oh, the yeah, game as are. well. And it was, a, it, it was a really really nasty injury. Actually, mm-hmm. Becky, but Becky came in. I think with the, one of the assistant coaches um, to where I work. Where I mentioned because Sam will already mentioned it straight away. Mm-hmm. But that, that it's was a cheeky chicken,
1: chicken shop.
0: Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. we mentioned uh, we mentioned about it because. Um, I think he, I don't know if he lost the, the footage of the game, but because Lee was obviously there, they used that footage. I was just wondering if you can let uh, all our viewers know and our listeners know, how is Anna? And do you think she could be back for the end of the season?
2: Um, So Anna, unfortunately, has like, tore at ACL. So there's she's not going to be back for this, this season. Um, She's waiting for surgery, I think. So it's going to be a long road of recovery for her, but um, she will be back. I've got no doubt. Um, I've knew Anna a lot of years. She's like she's got a very strong personality. Um, she will be back, but not this season, sadly.
1: That's a shame because um, from the outside looking in, she seems like, as you say, a big character and um, yeah, someone that's good to have in the dressing room.
2: Yeah, Anna's amazing. You'll you'll not meet a person in your life like Anna. She's brilliant. Everyone loves to have her around. So. She still comes to training sometimes, she comes um, when we have analysis and whatnot, she comes to games, and she, she is just brilliant to have round.
0: Yeah, and again, everybody in Newcastle fans do like, wish her all the best Hopefully, she gets back it as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, But the game on Sunday, you've got FC United of Manchester, Yeah, that was your first game of the season, didn't you? Yeah, it was, it
2: was just, yeah.
0: Just just about just about one, I think it was quite convincing in the end, but um, I'm sure you're not taking anything for granted going into this weekend.
2: No, yeah. So, I think it ended up 6-1 when we first played them, but it was only 1-0 at half-time and it was quite a late goal. We scored um, very close to half-time. But since then, I think FC United have got a lot better. Um, they've pushed on a bit. So, we're expecting a tough game, but obviously, we are hoping for three points still.
1: I don't think Becky would let you take a game easy, would she?
2: No, I don't think Becky would, no. <laughs>
1: Sure
2: you but, take a train, session easy. No, exactly. <laughs> Do they get quite fiery the training
1: sessions? Because, like you say, um, big internal competition between you. Like I imagine it, it could get a bit feisty at times.
2: Training sessions are always intense, uh, but that's good. You want an intense atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all we all surprisingly get on well. There's, it's one of the best teams I've been in in terms of people getting on. But obviously, the the competition for places is. Probably also one of the highest of teams I've been in, um, but like I say, they're intense. But without fallouts, really, which is good. That's what you want.
0: Has there been a particular goal this season, Katie, that stands out just for you personally? Where you got, oh, I was, that wasn't too bad. That was that was half decent. That was. I'm really um, happy with that
2: one. I mean, my one against Stockport of the other week um, to make it two one. Uh, I'd really like that one. To be fair, the. The pressure was high, I was through and I've just like calmly as I put it on my left and started and obviously I'm right footed and after the game I've come and Becky was saying to us, when you put it on your left, I I was like worried, I didn't know what you were going to do, she (laughs) was like you were the calmest one there, where you were all like dead nervous, so that was like a big goal, so that's one of, um, up there as well and I scored one at home a few weeks ago, um, where I've dribbled past quite a few people and put it in the top corner, um, so, yeah, there's been a few. That's just off the top of my head. I, I can't really think. it. Uh, there's been quite a few, hasn't there?
1: Yeah, and, and plenty <laughs> more to come, hopefully.
2: That sounds really big-headed seeing that, but uh, I can't think <laughs> off the top of my head.
1: A good sign. Sign of a team going places, though, isn't it? Um, yeah. You mentioned, obviously, childhood Newcastle fans, so you've obviously got one eye on the men's team as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the start of a January transfer window. Just mm-hmm. how excited are you personally about seeing all these new faces arrive?
2: Massively, massively excited. I was half expecting to wake up this morning to say you. i Trippier. A bit sad I didn't, but um, well, oh, it's just so, so exciting.
1: We're ready for it. Uh, <laughs> we
2: are ready. We're very ready. Yeah, yeah it's, rather, it's,
1: just, it? it's
2: absolutely
0: phenomenal, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, you just couldn't dream it, could you? Like, who would have thought? Like five, six years ago, it would be sat like where we are now, thinking we're signing like an England international from Atletico Madrid. Like, you just wouldn't <laughs> even dream it, would you? No,
1: nah, it's such an exciting time, and hopefully, there's plenty more to come. Um, do you have kind of like half an eye on Callum Wilson's progress? Obviously, I know he's injured at the minute, but strikers, obviously. Hmm. Maybe, maybe do you kind of think, uh oh, I'm scoring more goals than him at the minute?
2: <laughs> um, I mean, I would never, I wouldn't compare myself to Callum Wilson, like, but, um, oh, he's brilliant, isn't he? Big loss yeah. that he's in, Jad, at the minute, but, um, I absolutely love watching him play.
0: Because he he's, 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 I think he's a very, very clever forward. I mean, with speaking not long ago, and I, even when he got the injury against Manchester United. I think the injury that he got, I thought that he got a very kind of free kick from it. Like he sacrificed yeah. an injury really to get a very yeah. kind of free kick and put the pressure off um, our defense. But he does the little things very, very well, and he's a natural goal scorer which helps. Yeah. Do you do you look at likes of Callum Wilson, even Dwight Gale has been in the club for a certain amount. He hasn't scored a lot of goals, especially in the Championship. Do you look at their game? gun? can I steal anything from them? Even because they play at the like obviously the highest of standards, and it might benefit you in the long run as well. Uh, do
2: Yeah, of course, you do. Every time I watch a game of football, like you always have a little look at the like the player in your position, you know, like watch what they do and stuff. And I've definitely would say I've picked up bits off different players throughout the years, um, especially for like what Callum Wilson can do, where he draws fouls and stuff like that. I definitely see. I've um, like stole bits like that from from him. Yeah.
1: Good. I mean, you know, who knows? In five years' time, you're in the WSL, and then we're arguing about Haaland or Mbappe.
2: I know that would be the dream one, this.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I did, just Actually, out of just, interest, because me and Johnny were having this argument yesterday about who's better, <laughs> Har- Who would you rather? Ha- who would you rather play with up front, Haaland or Mbappe?
2: It's a tough one, isn't it? Um,
1: And it's stupid that three Newcastle fans are even talking about this.
2: Um, Oh, I'd I'd like to see Haaland, definitely.
1: Correct answer.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: Can we get a winger on? on? (laughs) (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, like Sam's right in saying, Katie, it's absolutely ridiculous that we're talking about some of these names. Like, even yesterday, my phone was going off mad. Coutinho, Aubameyang, Ramsey. If there was one big player that you've heard, just from the rumour mill, Katie, that Newcastle could get, who would you like to see? Who do you think would improve the team most? Um,
2: God, there's been that every time you go on Twitter, or something there's a new player who's rumoured <laughs> or something. Um, a player like Coutinho would be brilliant, I think. Um, something almost we haven't had in quite a few years. Um, but I've also seen the likes of Aaron Ramsey being linked, and I think he would be brilliant.
1: Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. That I think he's brilliant. Watching him at the Euros as well, he was just
2: yeah, head he and shoulders above yeah. everyone else. So brilliant. clever the way he plays, isn't he? Yeah.
0: And I think we we'll can. Well, we can just hear Sam's little girl in the background as well. <laughs> <laughs> so the perfect timing. Um, but just finally, Kate, we'll wrap. We'll wrap things up here. Um, big second half of the season and um, is there anything you'd like to say to the fans of the Newcastle United women's team or just Newcastle United in general and how much would you like even more supporters to come to Drury Park in the next six months
2: um, what I'd say is obviously want a massive push now for promotion so as many people that come to the games it only helps with, it pushes for further to be able to do better as well and um, so just if anyone hasn't come or if there have been and they haven't been in a while, just get yourself down for a game. Like it's a good day out. Um, mm. and it will be exciting. We can promise that. Um so just any supporters like appreciate it greatly.
1: I mean, it's, it's three quid to get in. Yeah, exactly. Bargain, bargain. I mean, like I'm stuck in the Midlands, but I'm coming up for a game in March against I think Leeds was it? I was saying to you yesterday, Johnny, I think we're gonna to come to the is it the Leeds game?
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, That's, we're we're that's, we're we're there. that's there.
0: when they win the league. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> when, they, that's, yeah. When, they, that's when they guarantee promotion when me and Sam come up and watch uh, watch you against... uh well.
1: Glory, the Glory supporters. supporters, only there for the trophies. Shocking.
0: Okay. <laughs> 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 no, but again, we can only reiterate, make sure you get along to the women's games, especially the FA Cup game as well on the 30th of January. I'm sure oh, a lot right. of uh, yeah. Newcastle fans, if you haven't got anything planned and you want to watch a good game of football, it'll be a very good game of football because it was switch on league higher as well so um yeah make sure you get uh, along to wherever that game is going to be it looks like it's going to be druids park but again yeah. it should be a fantastic game hopefully newcastle can get even one step further. hopefully both teams both newcastle united teams can get through fa cup I down hope to, they to. but that'll be fantastic but kate it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the green and more on the show thank you very much um no it's been it's been really really good and again me and sam would like wish all the best And all the best of luck for this season. Please uh, give our best to uh, everybody at the women's uh, team as well and make sure you get get that promotion this season.
1: Yeah, keep scoring them goals.
2: I'll try. Thank you very much.
0: No worries at all. From myself, Sam Milner, and Newcastle United's number nine, Katie Barker, we'll see you all very soon. Newcastle Fans TV